Daddy Mahone, and I shoot real good. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the DMPN show. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little different. I mean, as you might have noticed, I'm not Drew. I'm not the typical host. I'm John, uh, who's usually on the show, but uh, Drew did not want to be a part of this, did not want to be anywhere near close to this. Uh, it's going to be a little different. We're not talking The Bachelor. Uh, we're going to talk about, in a very timely manner, Super Bowl parties. Uh, we're not going to be talking about the game itself. We're not qualified, and I'm also not sure how legal it is for us to even mention the word Super Bowl. Uh, so we'll see if we get a cease and desist. Um, but more importantly, I'm here today joined by forever guest Evan Murray. Say hi to the folks. Hello, hello. And joined for the first time on Mike, my best friend in the whole world, Grant Pitt. Oh, I appreciate that. That's very sweet of you, John. Yeah. So, uh, how's uh, how's your days going? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm getting excited for the big game on Sunday, but it's always a bittersweet feeling with uh, football coming to an end. But hoping for a good game at least. We got the XFL right after though, so don't worry about that. That is true. The St. Louis Battlehawks, watch <laughs> out for them. That's my team. More of a Guardians man myself. Grant, how about you? How's uh, how's your week been? Yeah, solid. Been staying busy. Uh, so we're going to be discussing all the aspects of the party today. And I'd like to uh, claim to be the food expert. Mm. And as such, I will be eating during the entire podcast, trying to <laughs> mute when I'm chewing. <laughs> so if you hear terrible noises, that's me. I'd also yeah. like to take this moment to uh, crack open my ice-cold LaCroix. God fucking So damn. I don't have to defend the noise. I wish <laughs> I had a bingo board for Grant being on the podcast for the first time, because cracking a LaCroix into the mic would have been... <laughs> Like, basically a free space. <laughs> yeah, we should have made one. <laughs> we should, after we finish this, we should make one and uh, send it out on the Twitter for everyone to listen. <laughs> See what they can get. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's uh, let's jump into it. I want this one to be a little, maybe, quick and, and chewable, snackable, uh, much like the spread at the Super Bowl. So let's talk about foods. Grant, you're the resident food expert. Uh, I want I want you to lead lead the convo on this one. Do you want to start with the uh, the recipes link that you've shared or? Yeah. So um, I pulled up. I saw something on Twitter the other day. Um, a breakdown of the United States by state, and every state's most uniquely searched Super Bowl foods. Um, they're categorized by main dish, side dish. I am looking appetizer. at this right now for the very first time. Yep, main dish, side dish, appetizer, dip, and dessert. Um, so not every state has one of each. It's just the most searched by states. Some states search desserts more than dips. Some searched appetizers more than anything else. So so widespread of stuff to talk about. Um, we're not going to go through every single state, but I wanted to hit some of the more common ones. Where, where do you want to start on this map? Uh, I'm seeing some pretty esoteric options. I'm seeing some really dumb things, like Maryland has to Google search yeah. pizza. Why do you... <laughs> what is pizza? Well, everyone knows that the only true pizza comes from Chicago. So in Maryland, <laughs> they do have to do a little bit of research to figure out how to do it right. Uh, no, I wanted to... I wanted to... You know, we're all adults now, and we can do this. We have the power. Let's start with dessert. Let's have dessert first. It's a bold move. Uh, thank you. So uh, the prevailing theme here seems to be cake when it comes to dessert. Uh, we have 
generic cake being searched by Floridians, Tennesseans, South Dakotans, Wyomans, uh, <laughs> Washingtonians, <laughs> state, not D.C., Wyomers, uh, Floridians, <laughs> Wyomers, uh, Arizonans, or uh, uh, yeah, actually, about I it. believe it's a Wyomese is the politically correct term. <laughs> yeah. We've also got um, cupcakes by a couple states. Uh, oh, sorry, I said South Dakota earlier. That's actually cupcakes. We've also got Louisiana with cupcakes and New Hampshire, I think. I don't know. Oh, the Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii searched football cupcakes, so they're oh, so they're funny. like really in the mood. They're just not. They're not just thinking cupcakes. They're thinking football. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say I'm I'm pretty anti dessert at a Super Bowl party in the first place. I I think for me. Super Bowl's all savory. I don't I don't know where there's room for like a cake or a cupcake at any point during like uh the gratuitous consumption. Am I I'm wrong? Kinda, Am I off? I'm I'm fairly on the same boat, although I will say I think mini cupcakes are acceptable cuz you can just pop them in your mouth. You know, there's no no real mess or anything. I think they're a good little nightcap to have. <laughs> uh, but really other than that like I don't think you want to be slicing up cake or pie or anything like that I I think you know it's got to be handheld yeah stuff I feel, I feel like the desserts it's it's always a good move because there's going to be kids there at the Super Bowl party and that's that's when you're going to want the tiniest possible cupcakes to just distribute amongst them yeah true but I would have to chime in and and actually agree with with both y'all on this as someone who loves all sorts of food and I have the body to show it. I don't think dessert is really a good thing to have in the spread at the Super Bowl party because generally you're going to be grazing all day long. And to me, dessert is one of those things you can't really dabble in and then go back to eating, I don't know, nachos. Once you get the sweet in your mouth, you just want to stick with it. And I think it just kind of ruins every other food that's going to be there. So, Maybe controversial opinion. Is it fair for me to go ahead and say that we don't want dessert at our party? I think I think the point of this app is we're gonna we're planning our perfect Super Bowl party, and uh, if we want to vote no dessert there, I think we can go that route. Yep, I'm all in on no dessert. Mm, I had awesome. a last last second change of heart. <laughs> Hold oh. on, we need one, we need one fucking circle box of those super soft cookies that you get at the grocery store y'all know what i'm talking about sugar that cookies thick, yeah that thick layer of frosting yeah oh, oh yeah yeah those ones sugar cookies those are oh those things are so good those like pillow soft shits that uh always have like seasonal coloring like you know they'll be orange and and black for halloween super bowl they usually do the team colors so yeah. Yeah. and it's like that, that like factory color you know it, yeah. like it's clear that it's not like organic oh, or anything i swear yeah, to fuck god <laughs> it's just yellow seven that's the color <laughs> red 42 we're gonna ladies and gentlemen drew baker has has just joined in in the middle of our recording session and i i can't believe this is this thing on is this thing on oh, fucking god yeah, it's on. yeah i think so you know it's on drew i'm fine with the cat being here but could you leave you couldn't trust me to host for like 15 minutes yeah, we're going to definitely cut this bit, right? I, I literally <laughs> texted you saying I was just going to hop on and vibe. You were the one who introduced me. I'm not checking my phone. I'm a professional. Yeah, uh, we weren't checking the text. 20 minutes ago. Winston, oh. stop being an asshole. All right. This is fine. Oh, I, I guess Drew that. will just... 
I don't no, know. I, I'm just going to have y'all on the background while I undress and eat food. That Hot. sounds like a normal Thursday then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So do you just want to kind of do what I did yesterday? Just kind of lurk <laughs> and uh, maybe comment in the chat? Cool. Okay. So we can cut back in. Whoever's going to be editing this, probably Corey. I don't know. We might as well just keep it in, honestly. Well, works for me. <laughs> People get a little peek behind the scenes. Anyway, getting okay. back to track. So what we're thinking, Super Bowl party, we keep no desserts except for them soft-ass grocery store sugar cookies. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. And what I like about okay. it, too, is you can even go you can go two if you're not if you don't have a dog in the race, not your teams. You get one for each team, color-wise. Bold move. Absolutely. Very festive. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, where are we going to next? Grant? Um, let's jump around a bit. I want to talk main dishes. So there are some As in from classics Maine? on here. Uh, well, surprisingly enough, Maine did choose a main dish. And <laughs> by God, it is, it is paella. <laughs> <laughs> what an what absolute is the least wild paella thing. state I could think of off the top of my head? <laughs> yeah, that's like, so the one thing is like, I mean, you're really not going to have that at a Super Bowl party. But then for it to be main to search that, it just does not make any sense. I will say that Google search makes the most sense to me in that people from Maine probably don't know what paella is. That is true. It is uniquely <laughs> They probably saw some something on uh, Facebook, like uh, one of those quick one-minute <laughs> recipe videos of it. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> what's no, paella? And then they realize that it takes, like, all day to make correctly, and it makes enough food for, like, 100 people when you do it. Well, like, that really might be a right. good Super Bowl move, then. Right? You know what? Sure. Yeah. I I hate it less than some of the other things on the menu. Uh, so are on we this in, United a, States in or out on, on paella? Let's, 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 I think uh, I'm, I'm out. For, I'm going out. Our, I'm yeah, going out. It's awesome. Out Way too much effort. I'm, I'm not going to have that much time to to make paella on sunday sorry boys the food also doesn't like sit very well it's got to be out there for a few hours you know that's that's yeah. a good point too to bring up so um let's take that and and use that to to view some of these other foods through that lens um which i think next i want to talk about fried rice which apparently a lot of people from indiana searched well some reason it's a main dish too which when yeah, you think fried, fried rice, rice is, is a, a side dish, dish. It could be, yeah, I guess chicken fried rice or shrimp, but I don't know. I usually think of it as a side dish, like what I'm getting at a Chinese restaurant or something that's coming on the side. I usually think of fried rice as like me, broke college student. I have four singles in my pocket. I'm going to go <laughs> walk over to the local Chinese restaurant, buy a quart yeah, yeah. of fried rice and just have myself a dinner. Let's okay. let's go ahead and, and all agree. We like fried rice, not for the Super Bowl party. No, you, you got to keep that out. Keep that out for sure. Okay. Yep, 100%. Now, are we, so are we going through the ones your your nose first? Is that what we're doing? Eh, not necessarily. You know what? Let's break the cycle. We're breaking the conditioning. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about pizza. So like we brought up earlier, Maryland, I think, is that state. Search pizza, along with some others, Michigan. Yep. Actually, just those two, um, which is weird that they should have to search what pizza is. Um, but pizza for the Super Bowl, 
to me, that's an easy in. That's yeah. Yep. I'm in. Get a get a couple pies, you know, go pepperoni, meat lovers, a veggie Mm -hmm. one, and everyone's happy. Get a couple slices on your plate, you're good to go. And and now is as good a time as any to to bring up, you know, you two are well. Evan's a real Chicago boy. Grant is a a newly initiated Chicago boy. Uh, um, I'm a New York boy. Uh, so we got some differing opinions on, on pizza, but we're, what I will say is, you know, while I prefer, you know, God's traditional method of making pizza in, in the thin New York style, uh, I think for a Super Bowl party, I almost prefer a shitty fast food pizza, like a Domino's or a Pizza Hut. Am I am I yeah, completely crazy? I agree here? with that. Like I'm I'm not sure I what think- it is. Something about the whole vibe of the the event in general calls for something a little more. Uh, I guess guilty pleasure-ish, you know? Yeah, I think just the nature of the party, uh, you know, I mean, most of your top-tier foods are fried foods, you know, it's greasy, high Mm -hmm. calories, high fat, everything tastes amazing, and that's just kind of where, you know, you get your dominoes, and it's cheap, it's, you know, it's delicious, it it gets the job done. Cheap is important, too, because you got to have a huge spread here. You don't want to blow the whole budget on, like, you know, two nice pies when you can get, like, yeah, some three, three carry-out larges for, like, seven bucks. Yeah, exactly. this is our Super Bowl party, and so far we've made zero dollars off podcasts, so <laughs> we're going to be <laughs> we on a budget. Light. We uh, are going to get a sponsorship deal from Domino's, though, so. Let's, let's <laughs> hope so. I mean, I think so, I, I think I said their pizza was shitty, so maybe not. But eh, I like it. But uh, we'll we'll just blast through these next couple main dishes to just say these are bad. Um, baked chicken breasts. Shout out to California. You're always trying to be healthy, skinny, hot, whatever. You're an idiot. Um, That's a tough taco one. salad. <laughs> taco salad, I guess. But come on, there's so much better I, things. I'm, Why would I'm you not, not just I'm not do in tacos? On taco salad. Why would you do a taco? Yeah, just exactly. do tacos. Yeah. Minnesota figured it out. They, they just went with tacos. Uh, lasagna. Which I'm, I'm in on tacos. I'd like yeah, to say I, that I'm I'm good with tacos. Uh, soft shell, I feel like would be work, would be good here. Just grab a couple, stuff them in. You're good to go. You know what? Yeah. Um, do you guys you want to do the tacos and the pizza? Are we are, are we going half and half here? I mean, why not? <laughs> why not have both? Yeah, I think I think that I think that's good. I, I don't think you would you only want pizza as your main dish, even though there's some side dishes that kind of look like main dishes that will come across. But I'm good with both. Yeah, okay. I think both. I think both the move. Okay, cool. And then we definitely have to address the fact that Iowa searched Irish stew. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. Like, you Iowa. know what say Irish stew is. Irish I, stew. Irish stew is a he's a guy I know. He lives behind a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> his name is Irish stew. He sells biker meth. It's like an always sunny character. <laughs> Irish stew. What is Irish stew? Do you know? I could search it, but I think it's more fun to not know and just assume it's all the worst things you can imagine. Oh, I'm gonna search it. together. Oh, my. I I'll guess it's there's a ton of potatoes in there, and then it's like boiled in a vat of Guinness or something that kind of I, feels right. You know, if that's true, I might have to change my tune because <laughs> I could get down with just Guinness potatoes. All right. 
Here, here's an Irish stew. It is a lamb and root vegetable stew native to, you guessed it, Ireland. Uh, as in all traditional folk dishes, the exact recipe is not consistent from time to time or place to place. <laughs> so I think an Irish <laughs> stew is just kind of whatever you want it to be. That's what it sounds like. From what like. I'm getting, it's just stew. I think all stew is an Irish stew. Yeah. I don't think it's special, and uh, I don't think it's going to be at my Super Bowl party. Yeah, you want yeah, to start I, I think... hot bowls, like ladling out piping hot bowls to your party <laughs> guest? Someone seem scores, like... someone cheers, stew gets spilled. <laughs> it's a bad time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're all you don't got enough that. spoons to go around the party, you know? Everyone's sharing, <laughs> sharing one spoon. Man. Ask the Irish stew. Shout out to Iowa for just just really sticking out like what a, a sore thumb. They just got to be special, do they? They probably do so, eat a lot of Irish stew just day to day in Iowa. Then yeah. why are they googling it? They should already know how to make it. They should That's have true. some in the fridge, like just reheat it. I think when we're looking at these like most common Google searches, we're like looking at the lowest common denominator from each state, <laughs> except for. I, I do think California is very on brand to just do plain baked yeah. chicken breast. No salt, why would no you, pepper. Still, why would you Google, like, are they Googling how to bake a chicken breast? <laughs> I will say yeah. almost every time that they I don't cook know how chicken, to throw it in the oven. Every time I cook chicken, especially in an oven, I have to Google to remind myself how long it takes, lest I end up with completely raw or just charred to death chicken. Cause I can't believe you revealed that about yourself like 20 yeah, minutes after terrible. saying you were the food expert, <laughs> and that's why you're on this show. I I eat a lot of food. That's that's what this is about. All right. So enough. on that so note, we're out, we're out on Irish stew. I guess. Yeah, I yes, think we can fairly yeah. say that. So let's let's churn on forward and go on to our side dishes to go with our main mm-hmm. dishes. Um, not a crazy amount of these uh for record dip has a separate category so we're not going to do dips in side dishes so Mm -hmm. side dishes includes such things as lentil soup montana salads idaho they don't know how to make salads in idaho they had to google that (laughs) broccoli cheese soup in colorado uh pea and peppercorn mash in new mexico chicken noodle soup in oklahoma again you probably shouldn't have to google what that is or how to make it uh white chicken chili which is very specific for alabama uh cob salad turkey chili <laughs> what? Really? it's so on brand that it's white chicken <laughs> for alabama <White> <laughs> must be white i gotta say i'm for our super bowl party i'm kind of out on all of these i none of I, these are really speaking to me I'm out on all soup. Like we cover with stew, I think any type of soup is just a terrible exactly. idea for any type of party, let alone a Super Bowl party. Yeah, and that's kind of like like chili is kind of in that same boat too. I feel like. Yeah. Although I I think I think I could see Drew shaking his head. This man loves chili. Uh, yeah, Drew's a big chili guy, but. Yeah, hopping back on the pod in a quick defense of chili. That chili is an excellent uh, go-to option because I think chili is something that like y'all talked about leave-out factor, and you can leave chili on a simmer all night and just keep coming back to it. I think also the best part of chili is just being able to load it up. So you like you throw your cheese and your chives and all that stuff on top of the chili. You just got a big old bowl going. I'll say I'm down with chili if you got like a nice thick hearty. 
you know, slow moving chili. I don't want any like anything too liquidy, too drippy, too soupy. No, I'm out on the um, white chicken chili, but just like a normal, either either chili. a normal southeast <laughs> or southwestern chili in a chili bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. All right, you know far far home. more about chili than I could possibly hope to. Um, <laughs> chili cook-offs <laughs> on other regional so. varieties. Welcome to our new segment. You guys. Uh, Regional chilies with Drew Baker. <laughs> That'll be the next special edition. I believe at the Super Bowl party we had in North Carolina, uh, Drew opened up a bag of Cheetos and poured chili into the bag of Cheetos and proceeded to eat it with a spork. Uh, yeah, and I just want to say pie. that's the most disgusting, disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. It is, you know, it's it's not that bad. Don't knock it till you try it. I, I will absolutely knock it before I try it. It's like if he at least put it on a plate, the fact that he kept it in all inside the bag of Cheetos. you don't understand dude the bag is the serving utensil it's very utilitarian i just don't agree with it okay so we're gonna let chili in boys we'll let chili in yeah chili's fine we'll we'll appease they, some of it the... can have a little little tiny pot at the back of the table that's fine with me well, can i was have gonna a little say as a treat <laughs> just for uh, Drew. one of the one of the other bonuses of chili, we were talking about being able to feed all your guests. Chili is one of the mm. few foods that is often measured yeah. in vats. So I think it's going to go quite a ways at this party. So I, right. I think we can get on board with that. So Everything chilies, else in this. No soups. No soups. Yeah, no, no soups. soups. You're no. just asking for trouble. I, I'm Salad, definitely. Yeah, I'm a big broccoli cheddar soup guy, but just at the party, it, it can't happen. Okay, so I think that's that for side dishes. Um, well, we gotta now find some sides though, right? No, I think I think we're I feel like dips just... are kind of sides, and then some of these appetizers feel like sides too. Uh, all right, we got apps. Yeah, are we doing yeah. apps yeah. separately, Grant? We're doing apps next, and also right. remember we just agreed on chili, which weird enough that that's a side. I would call it a main, but I didn't make this map. We all made this map. Yeah. This map yeah. is representative of, of people all of, of America. Us. I really do want to know the sample size on this. If it was significant, then that'd be important. But it's probably something like four people per state. I would say I'm almost 100% certain this map is 100% made up. But we don't have to get into that. Let's just yeah. continue. Yep. So moving along, now we're going from side dishes to appetizers. So there are some really good appetizers on here, and one I was just skimming, and it made me stop. Uh, Evan. You are in Mississippi right now, and so I can only yeah. assume that means that you will be serving granola bars at your Super Bowl party as an appetizer. Um, I this kind of this left me a little speechless. I I didn't know people in Mississippi <laughs> liked granola bars that much, even though I've been here for some seven months. Uh, I know the party that I'll be going to on Sunday will not have granola bars. Uh, so if that's any indication of the whole state, then this map is completely wrong. Uh, but I could see, you know, just throw a box of granola bars at the end of the table. Maybe if someone wants it, why not? I, I will say at Florida, Georgia, uh, last year or two years ago, and, and Grant could attest to this, uh, we did get very drunk in the city of Jacksonville and we were very hungry and we did steal a family size, like 100, 100 pack box of granola bars of like quaker oatmeal granola bars from a family's yeah. tailgate uh and sort of absconded away with those <laughs> i think we ate about half and then f- started throwing the other half at each other 
uh, it was, so I guess maybe granola bars are, are kind of a clutch move, you know, if you just want like a, maybe you're not there to engorge yourself. You just want a light snack. Uh, it might be a move. Plus it's good for kids. Kids, kids like granola bars. Yeah. Well, I do want to chime in. Most Americans will be having kids at their parties. I really hope none of you have kids at your Super Bowl parties. We are all in the 23 to 24, 5 range. There shouldn't be kids at these parties. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a smart idea. All right. Okay, so no so granola bars. We're out on granola no, bars. Yeah. No granola bars. Now, yep. everything else on here, pretty solid. We've got bacon wrapped Smokies, which are probably like pigs in a blanket. We have actual pigs in a blanket. Um, then we got the classics, jalapeno poppers, and fried chicken wings, nachos. I'm down with all these. I know I'm only going to have Corey over, but I still want all of this food. <laughs> uh, so I'm down with nachos, of course. Got to have nachos. Uh, fried chicken wings, I think is where I differ a little bit. I'm not even sure if I saw it on the map. I want a traditional buffalo wing i think so, so pennsylvania has just chicken wings and then arkansas has fried chicken wings and so you're going just like the the baked wing style yeah yeah, yeah exactly you know toss, I, yeah, toss I think it, I, toss them buffalo sauce yeah, get, get a ton of sauce on there yeah i'm i'm down with that too yeah i think the wings are an absolute must i know i yep. I'm planning on actually making them at home this year, yeah. so I'm excited for that. And then, um, you guys, are you guys flats or drums? Ooh, good question. I've I've never I've never got the the argument. I, I always enjoyed both equally. Yeah, I think it's good to have a mix, but I yeah, like dealing you? with the flats better personally. Yeah, I do. I try and get like a a 75-25 ratio, 75 flats. 25 drums something about the flats i don't know i just kind of like it a little more grant have you uh air fried before i feel like you might have my family owns an air fryer i have never used it i've heard mixed reviews i've heard you know people love them i've heard people hate them i'm fine without it i i have one i have one in my possession that a co-worker gave to me because he got a new one and I'm just sort of sitting on it. And I think the Super Bowl might be, ah, do I want to risk like making something for the first time in the air fryer for the Super Bowl party? No. <laughs> All right, I'll stick to I traditional. I think go for it. I, th- I think you could. It just, I, the, it just seems like an oven to me. Like, I don't understand yeah. what makes it an air fryer. I'm pretty sure it is just a small oven. And that somehow makes it different than an oven. Size-wise, big oven, sort of. It's like the difference between a boat and a ship. It's just how big it is. I feel like that might not be correct. I'm confident that it's maybe not correct. Um, so yeah, let's just stick to either oven baked or fried. We good with that? We, well, we gotta choose one, bro. I don't think we could, yeah. we don't want uh, I don't I want competing chickens at this party. We're gone. John and I are thinking of oven. Just yeah, I think tossed in a ton of sauce. Yeah, I think oven, especially if this is our party, we got to make this stuff. Deep frying at home is dangerous, and yeah, yeah. you're probably drinking if it's Super Bowl Sunday. Don't mix alcohol and deep fryers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to be safe here. Unless you're doing beer battered fish, but that's for another <laughs> another podcast. Okay, so we're good with the wings. 
Um, if we're limiting ourselves to one each, then wings would be our one. But I think nachos are definitely up there too. I probably have never watched the Super Bowl without eating nachos. Gotta have nachos. And are okay. we we're, so we're we're only eliminating ourselves to just one appetizer. No, there's we absolutely there's no rules to what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm thinking, I mean, pigs in a blanket. I I think you just gotta have a tray of them. You know, you walk by, you pick one up as you're choosing your other foods too. I, I think it's a no-brainer. <laughs> it's it's a good food to snack on while you're thinking about what to grab next. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Great. I want well, some, uh, uh, some pigs in a blanket with some dipping sauces. So maybe some beer yeah. cheese, maybe some spicy my spicy mustard or something. Well, mm-hmm. hold on there, John, because on that <laughs> note, it is time for us to move into, in my opinion, the most important part of your Super Bowl spread, the dip. Mm. You did. Um, you did. Danny Brown, he recognizes the importance of dip, and we're going to take some good time. We saved the best for last, and we're going to talk about dips now. I personally came into this with one thing on my mind. And I just want to put it out there for the world. Buffalo chicken dip. The goat mm. dish to have at a Super Bowl party. Yep. An absolute must. I, I know you wanted to talk like longer about dips, but I think it's going to be quick because we all agree that buffalo chicken dip is the greatest of all dips. That's true. So we don't need to harp on that that much. <laughs> but we can, we can chastise some of these other dips. Uh... The one that sticks out the most to me would be vegan, cheesy, bacon, spinach dip. There's a lot <laughs> going on there. I need to unpack this. Yeah, first of all, you've got vegan, cheesy, cheese is not vegan, bacon, bacon is not vegan, spinach, back on track, dip. None of that sounds good together other than bacon and cheese, which aren't vegan. Can you – so the thing that impresses me about the buffalo chicken dip is the technology behind, like, liquefying chicken. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> Can we do that with bacon? Is it possible? Is that what this this dip would be? I don't know. You just probably end up with, like, bacon bits, right? There's only one way to find out, John. <laughs> Are is we there? making it? <laughs> We're making vegan cheesy bacon spinach dip. Fuck it. <laughs> And then, like, um, vegan, too, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm out on that. I, I, I am a, I'm a spinach artichoke dip guy. I, I do love me some of that. But what I'm hearing here with vegan and bacon, I, I don't know. It's it's not sitting with me. And there are plenty of vegan foods I like, and I think we all should be at least uh, a little bit vegan, you know, uh, conserve and cut back and all that shit. But, uh. I just think when you're like trying to force <laughs> two very distinctly non-vegan things into being vegan, it's just it's never gonna go quite right. Yeah, it's you're really uh, trying to shove the square into the circle hole. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't work. Though I will say, you know, on that note, John, about we should all try to be a little vegan sometimes. I have been actively trying to avoid meat when possible, so I will mm-hmm. order, you know, a veggie burger at a restaurant. But I still appreciate dishes that rely on the meat making them. And it is pretty fun to juxtapose those two at a restaurant because when you order a vegetarian-specific dish or you ask for a vegetarian substitute, it really floors them when you ask for roast beef on top of a 
<laughs> I, I, I did that take. last week. I did that last week, and I'm pretty sure I confused the entire kitchen at this restaurant, but it was worth it. Yeah. I think a Super Bowl party in general is probably just, like, not a great place to be if, if you're vegan. The whole thing is just sort of, like, a festival to celebrate, like, cheese and meat and gluttony. Yeah. That's fair. But I will say, John, you and I hosted multiple tailgates um, in our college days with vegan attendees, and we did accommodate. We did, but that's because we're, like, you know, good people, I guess. If I could just pat myself on the back really quick. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're good hosts, man. Um, we Those tailgates were good, but those tailgates were never, like, Super Bowl parties. The tailgate's sort of a different vibe, you know? That's fair. So I think we can all agree, keep your vegan cheesy bacon spinach dip away from our Super Bowl <laughs> keep party. Keep that shit at least 100 yep. yards away from my Super Bowl party, yeah. I don't even want to see it. If I even smell <laughs> vegan, and I know what vegan smells like. It's not even easy to like introduce like a guest coming over, like, I brought vegan cheesy bacon spinach dip. <laughs> it's such a mouthful. <laughs> it really Excuse does me? ask more questions than it answers. <laughs> Ah, that's very good. You could put it right over there in the back of the kitchen where no one will find it. Okay, so I think we've torn into... By the way, I don't even know if I brought this up. That was Nevada, so get it together, Nevada. That sounds uh, very... Uh, Nevada. All right. What? Uh, so, uh, were there any other dips in there? There, there was a, also... Rhode Island has a seven-layer dip. Seven-layer is uh, a good dip. I, I think seven-layer is a pretty solid dip. I like it as a dip. I don't know if I want it at my party, though. That's the whole fair. thing with seven-layer seven layer dip is I feel like whoever brings the seven-layer dip is just flexing that they can make seven-layer dip. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really is just a showboat that they... Not only did I master seven different foods, I know how to layer them uh, like a rainbow <laughs> in this dish and bring it to the party. Uh, what are the seven layers, Grant? Can you name them all? Ooh, this is a good time to put me to the challenge. Uh, Drew, you're fact-checking. Do you mind Googling it for us? I see you trying to count on your fingers. It's not going to work. Um, <laughs> now allow me to count on my fingers. I'm pretty sure that sour cream is one of them, although I don't like sour cream. Guacamole, salsa, those are easy. Uh, one of the layers is just straight-up shredded cheese. I think lettuce is a layer depending on how you make it that's five doesn't sound uh, right yeah i it, don't know i'm, I'm shaking his reaching head the end bit. here um taco meat is that a layer yeah ground beef isn't that yeah, ground beef taco right? meat that feels right no Drew's beans. Shaking his head, no beans for sure beans right beans are definitely beans a layer. like a bean okay, dip. so those are my seven i'm not going to read them back because i already forgot what i said did you get um, seven I yeah, so did he, get so seven. He, he listed seven. He got five of the seven. Here's what's officially in a seven-layer dip. Uh, beans, which you got. Sour cream, which you got. Guac, salsa, cheese, you all got. When you said lettuce, officially it's green onion. And there is no official meat in the seven-layer dip. It is olives or tomatoes as a further layer. Uh, so it's mostly just shit you'd have in a burrito with some wild cards. Correct. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I'm out on seven layer dip then. Like I'd rather yeah, be out yeah, on tacos. My party. The tacos should have a lot of that stuff anyway. Yep, that's true. All right, let's get rid of that. Cool. Toss well, it. I think 
I think that about does it. So let's recap. At our party, we're going to have some sugar cookies for desserts. Mm. Uh, we are going to have... I'm going to go out of order now. We're going to have our buffalo chicken dip. We're going to have pizza and tacos. We're going to have Irish stew. Um, <laughs> don't you dare try to sneak it in there. I don't think I'm missing any. I think we, that was just about have, uh, it. Oh, we chili. Have a little, we, we a little tiny chili. pot of chili for Drew at the back. We have a half <laughs> pot of chili. Just one spoonful of chili. Scalding hot, so he burns his mouth. We did. We we got pigs in the blanket on there too. Yeah, oh, that's the, true. The, that's the true. sauces. With cool. The sauce. So uh, yeah, I guess go ahead and argue with us on Twitter about which of those things we put on that you don't want or that we left off that you think are necessary at your Super Bowl party. John is going to go ahead and tell you that Twitter handle because I don't know it. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter, by the way. If By the time you're listening to this, um, episode four of The Bachelor Talk will uh, have already been out. And hopefully you listen to it. Um, but I plug the new Twitter, which is DMPN Show. DMPN Show. Give us a follow. We're looking at uh, on, about like 30-something followers right now. So I want to bump it up to 50, you know, maybe in like a month. Uh, we'll see what we can get. So, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Anyway. Uh, want to hop into the next thing I wanted to talk about here. Very, very crucial, possibly just as crucial as the food, uh, the drinks, the cold, cold beverages you're serving at this Super Bowl party, or maybe hot. Fuck, it could, who knows, bro, what we're going to cover. Uh, this isn't on the map. Grant didn't have a, a handy infographic for us for this, but I think it's something we're all well-versed enough uh, as, you know, four men who came out of college to talk about. Drinking, Evan. I think you're my favorite drunk in this group. So, uh, <laughs> um, I, I mean, the go-to. I think you gotta have a good selection of beer. Um, you know, I think you can get those like samplers of Sam Adams or Lining Kugels, whatever. You know, you can get a bunch of different varieties of flavor. I think you definitely gotta have a case of light beer. For the people who just want to pound them down, uh, and then of course you know at least a sixer of some IPAs for uh, the <laughs> the for beer who? buffs in the group. <laughs> Grant, you want to um, counter that, or are you are you on board with that? No, I'm pretty on board with it. Um, my preferred way to consume alcohol is beer. I like it more than liquor personally, and you know beer and football is pretty American, so absolutely got to have beer selection. I could get nitpicky with if it's my party i'm only serving cheap beer because mm. it's gonna be drank in mass i don't want to waste money buying someone an ipa to get them drunk i think uh that, that's sort of where i fall where a we're eating a lot of different food our bellies are getting stuffed i want the lightest lightest possible beer as possible mm-hmm. as well as the cheapest because i just want i think it's quantity over quality when it comes to the Super Bowl party, uh, I don't even want it to like have flavor. So you mentioned a line and Kugels and IPAs. I think I have so much buffalo sauce and like cheese dip in my mouth that there's <laughs> there's no room for additional flavors. So give me a give me like a Coors Light, like a Bud Light, uh, yeah, uh, a Miller High Life, ideally. Are we uh, are we 
are we in on Budweiser? They always got those nice commercials with the horses. What are we thinking? I, I think Budweiser is disgusting. You just made Bud Light less drinkable, and like that's the whole point of Bud Light. So I, I don't know. I'm out on Budweiser. Yeah, I, I'd agree with John. I think we should each disclose all of our biases and reveal our favorite quote unquote cheap beer. Uh, mm. I'll start off by saying Coors Light is my favorite thing to drink. Period. Uh, I mean, nothing beats a nice cold. Uh, and 16 ounce of Bush Light is just perfection. <laughs> 16 ounce. It has to be 16. No <laughs> it's got to be the. You get the four pack of the 16 ounces. <laughs> uh, I mean, what's better than that? I Can I change my mean, answer? No. <laughs> sure, go ahead. What, what do you want to say? No, I'm just playing, but uh, <laughs> definitely respect the Bush Light. I respect it. Uh, I respect both of those. For me, as, as a man of class and culture, uh, I got to go Miller High Life. Uh, the champagne of beer is uh, the cheap beer for, for a rich man, uh, is, what I, is what I like to say. Grant, I know, I know you and I were both on that Miller High Life train for a while there in college. I never got off of it. Uh, well, you went on to, to other things. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm like one of those birds that like shiny things. Uh, at that point in time, Miller High Life was running the, what I don't know, throwback bottles. It looked mm-hmm. like they were from the 60s. They had pictures from like when you look through the inside. So, Oh, that's just their default bottle. That's how they always it, is that always like, okay, I might have to go yeah. back to drinking out of the bottles. I've been seeing the cans. The cans don't do it for me. Miller High Life, out of a bottle. I want to, Drew, Drew is saying PBR was his go-to. Uh, he enjoyed it ironically. What does that even mean? You want to explain yourself? I yeah, feel like so, everything Drew does is intentionally ironic. So, yeah, so PBR's got, like, the ironic, like, hipster cred to it as far as, like, light beers go. Like, if you've ever been to a bar that's in a recently gentrified area of town and selling PBRs for $2 to a bunch of people wearing uh, flannels and sleeve tattoos, um, that's that's generally the house beer of choice or the house domestic. So I very much did enjoy PBR ironically at first, and now I enjoy it unironically. Um, also a crisp 16-ounce can. I, I can attest to the whole hipster element being a, a Brooklyn boy myself. Uh, seen plenty of that going around. Um, all right, cool. That is beer. In terms of, so I, I think I'm, I'm somewhere in between my answer and, and Evan's answer, actually, where I do think you want the lightest beer. You want just like a fucking, you know, 200 cans of some cheap light beer. But to be a good host, you should have yeah. like a couple of other options thrown in there, you know, because uh, there's inevitably there's going to be a beer snob at your party um i mean he should have brought his own shit to be honest but you know you're the host you know you gotta gotta appease the crowd i don't know i would i would disagree just a tad i would say as hosts like i am providing coors light to everyone if you want something else bring it yourself i feel like that's yeah, fair. I, think, I think it's good to give a little psa before they come to say you know we got this light beer but if you want, you know, something else, you should probably bring it yourself. Well, what about, uh, I mean, Evan, you're you're a big White Claw man these days. Um, I mean, I was too for a little bit during that stretch of summer 16, <laughs> as, as we all remember. Uh, I believe we invented the whole White Claw outlaw thing. And I then, think we did. Yeah, and then it, it became a thing like two years later again, sort of serendipitously. 
so I'll, I'll just go ahead and take credit for that. <laughs> right, we um, have a white think, clause at the party? Yeah, I think you got it. I, I think, I mean, they go down so easy. And like you said, you know, you're stuffing your face with food. You might as well have something that goes down easy. You know, yeah. I think a couple cases of white claws, it, you know, it kind of appeals to everyone. Uh, and I think it's a no brainer. The only, the only problem with it is it can get a little expensive, you know, $15 for 12 of them when you yeah. could get $15 for 30 beers. It's a little tough, but you know, it's true, but I, I would count on not everyone having them. And also they're all decent, decently stronger than any cheap beer. So you're yeah. not going to need as many. Uh, I think it's a good move to have just for like ladies in general who tend to not want to drink cheap gross beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to have some ice cold white claw uh, waiting for them. Grant, white claw thoughts? Yeah, I would agree. I would treat uh, spiked seltzers as a category of their own. They don't have to compete with beer. We're going to have both regardless. Uh, I will be a little controversial here and say I don't like white claws that much. I prefer Bon and Viv's Spike Seltzer. It's very weird, but it's <laughs> one cheaper and two. I think it tastes better, less sugary. I read uh, Bon and Viv as Bonnie Vare, like the band. Every time yeah. I see it, <laughs> it does own stocks in that. Surprisingly did, enough, did they not rebrand to something else, or did they were they something else and they rebrand rebranded to that? They could have rebranded. I haven't touched them since college so i don't keep track i think they did i i think actually last super bowl they had a commercial that like showed off their rebranding um but <laughs> i just the, the fact that i don't know what they rebranded to speaks to how lesser they are than white claw i was gonna oh, say yeah. drew where you uh, at with your fact checking no i got it. it's two bond two viv is <laughs> <laughs> Bon and Viv, bon Tokyo Viv. Drift. Uh, I see Bon 4, Viv 5. Would you guys rather have the Bon and Viv mermaids at your party or the White Claw uh, crab thing at your party? I, I You got to go the mermaids, right? I guess That's so. Easy, dude. It sounded, yeah, it was a dumb question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Although, My apologies I mean, to Bon and or talking, Viv. If we're talking the crabs and we, we steam them up and serve them, I don't know. Could be something nice. In my head, he's Whoa. like a anthropomorphic Evan, crab, I guess. Evan trying to sneak some food back into this uh, drink discussion. <laughs> back into food, it's on my mind. Crabs. Um, what, what are we thinking? Are we thinking any other drinks? Are you guys thinking of making like kind of a big, uh, I don't know, big pot of sangria or something? What, what are the thoughts Ooh. here? We're we're avoiding wine. We're I mean we're avoiding yeah. liquor in my opinion. Uh, you're just you're eating too much. Uh, you want to consume as much as possible. I mean whiskey and wings. I can't even fathom trying to put that Ooh. down. <laughs> Fucking that hurts to think about sangria and buffalo chicken dip. Oh, God. Uh, come on, and what are you also, doing to yourself, man? You don't want to get that hangover because you gotta go to work the next day. True. You know. Yeah, going with wine is just—it's risky. It's very risky. Bad move, man. I don't—I don't think you want to do any shots or anything like that. Uh, but you know, there's going to be a guy who shows up with like Patron, and, he's, I, and I'm that's going to be like, all he wants to do. And you got to find a way probably, to shut that guy down as fast as possible. There's probably some guy who shows up with the handle Fireball, and he 
he just takes it around the room every time there's a touchdown or something. Oh, he's man. like, shots. This is a great segue into the, you know, one of the, one of the other things I want to talk about is the guest at the Super Bowl party. Cause I feel like who you're with could really make or break uh, the Super Bowl party. So without naming anyone, unless you want to compliment them, I wanted you guys to talk about who's some of your favorite types of people or people and some of your least favorite types of people uh, to be at the Super Bowl party. I guess I'll go ahead and start. Uh, I'm fine with naming him because he's probably editing this. So we could bleep out his name if he wants. But uh, I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl with Corey Greenspan, who ah, is, our in my producer. opinion, the worst person to watch the Super Bowl <laughs> with. <laughs> so in case anyone didn't catch it when Corey made a very obscure NHL reference uh, in like episode two, Corey is the rain man for anything sports related, uh, which could make him extremely insufferable to watch any sort of game with yeah just i know every single play he's gonna have some comment on you know mathematically speaking this is the third time this has ever happened in a super bowl that landed on the first of the month on a tuesday and it's gonna get real (laughs) really quick no one's ran for this many yards in the third quarter of an nfc team since irish stew back in 1803 (laughs) When they invented the Ford pass. <laughs> um, good old, yeah, good old I, running Irish, too. I think to generalize it, um, someone who kind of talks every play and he's kind of, you know, giving you the stats and whatnot is it can get pretty annoying. Um, right. I'm fine, like, kind of me personally. I feel like I'll, I'll throw in a, a thing or two every drive or so, you know, maybe get some conversation going, but... I don't know, if you're just continually talking during the game, it, it can get a little annoying. Yeah, especially if you're... It's one thing to be talking and getting deep in analysis and all that, but, you know, the Super Bowl is everyone's game. It's it's America's game, and you don't want to alienate anyone. You don't want anyone to feel like... Mm-hmm. People who don't watch football all year should still feel welcome watching the Super Bowl. You know, so you, you don't want to make someone feel like an idiot or something like that. Um, but for me, I, I still love having Corey around because uh, it's it's a lot of fun to see him getting worked up. Um, I think worse, uh, maybe on the other side of the spectrum, and this guy somehow always ends up at the Super Bowl party, the person who does not care about sports and wants to let everyone know how much they don't mm-hmm. care about sports. They're, uh, the they're the guy who... He's, like, he, he's telling everyone to uh, quiet down right before the commercials come on because that's all he wants to watch he's uh yeah. he's a little bit too enthusiastic about the halftime show um yeah i mean he's it's just it's like a- you know he's not sitting on the couch he's, he's sort of in the back corner of the room trying to make snide comments every time people get excited about a play he's in the the vegan cheesy bacon sandwich <laughs> he brought his own knife guy brought it <laughs> yeah this is this is not the type of person you really want crashing your party um I get we were talking earlier. Yeah, we were we were talking earlier about the fact that you don't have to be a sports person. This is America's game. Uh, I would definitely agree. I think the Super Bowl is more of a social event than a sporting event. So basically, it's just like the same as I don't know the Fourth of July, and you're shooting off fireworks, and this guy goes, "Well, you know, I really don't think the Fourth of July is a fun holiday. I actually hate it." It's like okay. Just keep it to yourself. Why are you like, here? Go, home, go home. Yeah, it's like, why'd you come? <laughs> that guy comes with like the energy, like he's gonna convince everyone else to not like football by the end of the party. 
<laughs> like he's one snarky remark away from everyone like hanging up their jerseys and turning the yeah, game off. He's probably saying how like oh now he's so happy the season's over and he can finally watch something else on Sundays or something. It's just it's negative energy that you really don't want. You don't need, bro. Like I wouldn't go to your whatever the hell you do <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> I truly... watch party. <laughs> <laughs> just be like this is stupid. This sucks. I feel like it's usually it's usually like someone's boyfriend or girlfriend or like some yeah. cousin or someone who got dragged yeah. along to somehow going. Or he's a just fringe a fringe guy. As they say. Fringe guy, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, just to Friday beers. Friday beers. Just to get on a, a soapbox for a second, I think this applies to so many different things in life. You're never gonna make friends or impress anyone from just being a hater. So don't show up to my Super Bowl party and think, oh, just wait till I really lay into these sports guys playing the sports ball. What a bunch of idiots. No one's going to walk away from that and say, oh, that was really smooth. Or, oh, that seems like a cool guy to hang out with. You're, you're not going to make any friends like that. Stay no. away from my party. So, I, ironically, we've sort of become haters uh, during that segment. So, <laughs> ouch. I want to switch to a different archetype, a one, that, one that's very near and dear. Uh, and I'm just going to refer to this archetype as, as the dad of the party. Uh, <laughs> Cause I don't know about you guys, but like uh, every every sort of old older man figure who I think is like probably really into the game growing up, and just sort of as they gotten older, kind of fallen off, but still love the Super Bowl, and they just interject with like just absolute nonsense, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like just shit, like ah, you know, they should have should have punted it there, and it's like third down. <laughs> yeah. dude i am i know what you're talking about and i am all here for it i just i just want to see some wild cards you know you got the uh the sports experts predicting like oh this is gonna happen i want to hear some guys say oh you know they should just have the center just run it straight into the end zone he's too big they can't stop him <laughs> i want that kind of energy i need my life i need spice you know just some absolute nonsense takes i is always a lot of fun some shit my, my dad always used to say when we were watching, like, you know, if the Patriots were in the playoffs, he'd always be like, oh, you know, everyone counted out Tom Brady because he was too short. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Just like me looking up like Tom Brady is six foot three or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> like that. I don't think anyone ever counted it. Six foot four, Drew is telling me. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to ever tell him that because, like, he really liked that storyline for whatever reason that Tom Brady was counted out for being too short to play quarterback. Uh, I don't know who the hell he was thinking of, but I, I just I just love nonsense like that. Uh, it's always a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I definitely there's got to be someone at the party like that because they they're kind of the humor throughout the throughout the game. They'll throw out those wild takes that you're talking about, and it'll crack everyone up. And even though they're completely serious, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's fun because as long as you're into the game and you know you're throwing out positive energy, that's always fun. Any anyone else you guys have? That's really all I had. I think we covered the. I got, I got one guy. The guy who eats too much, so it's like it's the guy who's he's taken I don't know like five slices of pizza, so then no like no one else can really get into the pizza. Uh, it's damn. I it's someone who's hoarding the food or whatever. It's you, you gotta spread the wealth, you know. Don't take too Evan, much of one thing. Evan, you don't need to be shy. Just name drop me right here. <laughs> <laughs> I get all them out. Grant is the type of guy to just like grab the entire bowl of buffalo chicken dip and put it on his lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get off he's, the table. He's, he's like Gollum with the ring. Like no one can touch it. 
just eat <laughs> barehanding it out of there. <laughs> Shove it straight into his mouth. I can't fight back when you're just speaking your truth. Uh, um, and- I got another another person is kind of like not like your specific parent, but like a parent role. So it's like you're going on your fourth or fifth beer and. They they kind of throw out like oh slow down there or something like that oh, yeah. you know I I I hate that you know like yeah chill <laughs> like come on it's the Super Bowl <laughs> mind your business bro. <laughs> yeah hey, I will the, say don't you have work tomorrow guys? <laughs> yeah I will say that person does does serve a good purpose now that we're all adults that work every Monday morning yeah they are because the uh yeah you definitely don't want to be the guy that just straight up misses work because of a football game between two teams you frankly don't really care about. You look bad. Yeah. <sighs> it's not a great look. I mean, I'm not saying they're wrong, but like also just shut up, you know? It's yeah, it's kinda, it goes with that negative energy. It's, you know, yeah, that's fair. It's a party. It's not one. So those are the guests. Those are the people you want in your party. You, you want the dad, you want the, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess you want the guy who makes the Buffalo chicken dip for sure. Oh, no uh, doubt. <laughs> no doubt he's coming. What you don't want, you don't want the guy who's very vocal about how he doesn't care about sports. And uh, you don't want to be, you don't want the, the person there to mom you either. Yep. So moving on, I think uh, last thing to talk about is halftime. Uh, halftime is huge. It's almost like a whole nother quarter of the game for the Super Bowl uh, with how long it is. Uh, so... A, so I want to talk about some shows, some halftime shows that maybe stood out to you guys, um, as well as some of your half, halftime activities, because I know some people don't even watch the show. They go all fuck off and do other shit. So, uh, Evan, you want to lead us off here? Yeah, um, I think the halftime theatrics are a little overhyped. Um, I think it's always a big deal of who's performing and, you know, what's going on. But, I, I mean, really, in the past 15 years, I can only really remember two halftime shows you know all the others are just like very blurry to me um but i are you guys into the puppy bowl is that a halftime watch for you or are you sticking with the show i keep the show on but mostly Mm -hmm. out of paranoia of like the game coming back on and me missing it yeah because that will 100 happen so i like i refuse to change the channel the entire time Mm mm-hmm I will change the channel. I will change it over to the Puppy Bowl. Um, <laughs> just keep tracking your phone, I guess. I don't know. To me, I'm never really that into the game itself, so I don't mind missing the first two plays of the second half. Um, I think the Puppy Puppy Bowl is a solid choice. Uh, who doesn't like puppies? Mm-hmm. And the only the only time I watch the actual Super Bowl halftime show with any interest is when I'm really just hoping there's another controversy or something like Janet Jackson or maybe someone falls off stage. It's like, oh, did you see that? No, I was watching the Puppy Bowl. So you kind of got to balance it. Yeah. Imagine being the guy who missed the nip slip uh, back in the day because they were watching the Puppy Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of suck. Coming into work, everyone's Um, talking about you. God, God fucking damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Drew Baker. (laughs) No, I actually missed that when that happened in like elementary school and my friend told me about it the next day and I was like, oh, we were watching the Puppy Bowl. So I, I missed out on an actual like huge moment in cultural history because 
Pam and Richard Baker turned on the puppy bowl <laughs> during the middle wow. of what was the Buccaneers Super Bowl too. So it's exceptionally weird that my dad changed that, but I don't believe the Buccaneers were ever in a Super Bowl. So someone has to fact check that. No, that can't be right. Yeah, possible. <laughs> um, I think I also missed it too, which sucks because I mean, it doesn't, I don't regret missing it. That's a weird thing for me to be upset that eight year old me didn't see a boob, but <laughs> I do think I was like playing Madden during halftime, and that has been a thing um, that I've done back home if I'm with family. Um, mm. Not so much nowadays, but you know, the brothers playing Madden during the halftime. Uh, get a get a quick game in. You could do like four minute quarters, four or five minute quarters. Get a quick session. Uh, usually playing the teams I wish were in the Super Bowl that unfortunately <laughs> didn't make it. Um, yeah, that's always a move for me. Uh, but going back to the Puppy Bowl, I've never watched it. Is it? Is there an actual like game, or is it just literally puppies playing? Um, they like kind of present it as a game. Like there's an announcer, and they'll say like, "Oh, this dog scored a goal" or whatever. But it's really just the dogs are just chasing around the ball. <laughs> if the dog like happens to have the ball in the end yeah. zone while he's playing with it, it's a touchdown. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's All like right. that. I mean, it's it's super cute to watch, but. I mean, nowadays you can kind of get it on Twitter and I don't know, see all the highlights if you want of the puppy bowl. <laughs> puppy bowl highlights. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, um, there's no one of my real point system. Yeah, one of my my favorite halftime shows was the uh, Katy Perry one. That's the most notable one I think in the past since probably Janet Jackson, um, or I think Prince probably more. So, but the Katy Perry one where she rode out on that giant, uh, I think it was like a lion and like animatronic lion. And then there's the, the left shark became a viral meme. Yeah. Um, I remember left shark. Um, yeah. Some of your guys' favorite, uh, halftime shows. I think for me, I, I never really liked the halftime show that much because, uh, watching a concert on TV is just. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, yeah. it must be amazing to be there live, I'm sure, because there's, like, crazy production value and you have these huge acts. But, like, watching it on TV is just like, uh, here's an artist I never listened to anyway uh, doing a weird modge podge of, like, some of their popular songs. Like, I don't know. But I, I will say Lady Gaga's was really cool just for the sole fact that she jumped, just yeeted herself mm-hmm. off the top of the stadium. <laughs> yeah. And everyone like around America was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so that was a really cool, memorable moment. Um, I think I also, I, I liked finding out how tatted up Adam Levine was. I did not realize that man was, oh, was that guy. Right. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Yep. Uh, but I don't know. They, they never really do it for me, to be honest. Grant, you got uh, a favorite halftime show moment at all? I'm not going to lie to you. I had to Google what the most recent halftime shows were because none of them ever stick out to me. They're just yeah. so forgettable. Yeah. Even if they're great bands that I like, they just usually get so compressed to like perform to millions of people in a like 15-minute span because there's someone else they got to share the stage with. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to leave a lasting impression on me. I will say I, I am kind of looking forward to, maybe not looking forward to, but I am happy to see J-Lo and Shakira 
I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, as a Latino myself, those are two just big, you know, household staples, just like two people who really made it out of our, you know, you know, their own respective communities. Um, so that's, that's going to be kind of cool to see. I think what I'm looking forward to is potential Jay-Z cameo. Cause you know, there's always Ooh. like some surprise performer who comes yeah. out. This whole halftime show is a big, like Jay-Z rock nation, um, collaboration. Um, okay. so I, that's I don't I'm I'm not gonna bet on it, but if it happens, you heard it here first. Jay Z making a surprise cameo for the halftime show. I think there's there's big speculation too that Pitbull might come out because obviously the game's in Miami, and I think he yeah. would fit in decently well with J Lo and Shakira. Um, so I'm kind of looking out for Pitbull just see his bald head come out there and. <laughs> Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide. I could see him coming on, but like he wasn't supposed to be. Like he was just there. And <laughs> just who's going to stop He's him? Like who's going to say no? sideline. <laughs> he just takes a microphone from someone. Dollar. Yeah, that would make it that would make it worth watching. That's see, that's what I'm talking about. I want to see some controversies. I want to see something happen that was not chaos, planned. Yeah. I feel like the mm. don't this I feel like the Super Bowl halftime shows there's always like technical difficulties of some kind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so something yeah. always goes like slightly wrong, whether it's like the lighting situation, the left shark, the tits. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say that on the pop, right? <laughs> Nip slip PG. sounds better. Um, I've dropped the f bomb several times, so I yeah. guess we're 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 for mature audiences. Uh, so halftime shows, I think we're all in the same boat. We we can kind of go with or without them. There's some exciting stuff, but for the most part, kind of forgettable. Would rather watch the puppy bowl, play some video games. I know. Some people play football during the halftime, and I cannot fucking fathom getting my fat ass up off the couch yeah. after like consuming ten chicken wings and a medium pizza to like run around and run routes and try to tackle yeah. each other. Yeah, hard pass for that. I am at that point in the day more buffalo chicken dip than I am man. <laughs> so <laughs> I, the last thing I want to do is get up and exercise. No. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not on that. I mean, maybe play it earlier in the day, you know, before yeah. noon or something, before I, you I think start feasting. Work up the appetite. Yeah, but I mean, I and at halftime, there's just no way. I mean, I think I'm gonna be too full, and you know, I'm definitely slightly buzzed at that point. Bro, if you get uh, hit in the wrong way, you just yeah. explode and just fiery explosion <laughs> of sauce and beer. <laughs> Like a fucking just, water balloon popping. <laughs> All seven layers <laughs> just scattered across the front yard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to have to call the ambulance because someone's grandpa <laughs> got flattened. Because uh, that's really going to ruin the rest of the party. Oh, man, she should not have been playing in the first place, man. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's really all I had planned for this, uh, this, you know, this special episode. We talked food, we talked drinks, we talked guests, we talked halftime, and uh, that's really all you need for a good Super Bowl party. So, um, you know, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you to the audience for uh, indulging us in this sort of special spinoff episode. Uh, we will get back to the boys talk to the bachelor, um, you know, right after this and hopefully we could do uh, more special little one-offs uh coming soon so that's it guys uh, as always we will try harder next time and have a great one